when hinges creak in doorless chambers, and strange and frightening sounds echo through the halls, whenever candlelights flicker, where the air is deathly still. That is the time when ghosts are present, practicing their terror with ghoulish delight. Welcome, foolish mortals, to Dave's Disney View Podcast. Dave is your host, your podcast host. <laughs> Kindly step all the way in, please, and make room for everyone. There's no turning back now. Our tour begins here in this gallery, where you see paintings of some of our guests as they appeared in their corruptible, mortal states. Your cadaverous pallor betrays an aura of foreboding, almost as though you sense a disquieting metamorphosis. Is this haunted room actually stretching? Or is it your imagination? And consider this dismaying observation. This chamber has no windows and no doors, which offers you this chilling challenge to find a way out. Of course, there's always my way. Hello and welcome to Dave's Disney View Podcast. A one-time cast member, a long-time visitor, and an engineer who enjoys the magic and wonder of it all, Dave brings you his unique perspective on the Walt Disney World Resort. The music you're hearing on this podcast is actually from a friend of the show named Craig Brown. You can check him out at ReverbNation.com soundA, as in Apple, or MySpace.com soundA. Craig does a number of different things. Uh, this particular piece is called A Major Suspension, Suspended Glory. So please, do check him out, and we thank Craig for his music. Throughout the show, we ask that there be no eating, drinking, smoking, or flash photography. So please keep your hands and arms inside the moving vehicle at all times and enjoy the show. Thank you. This podcast is part of a series. Hello, everyone. It's Dave again, bringing you another Dave's Disney View podcast. Hope everyone is doing well. Well, a couple of weeks ago, I had an opportunity to go up and uh, visit my brother while he was at the Magic Kingdom and had a great time. And I brought you some audio in a podcast, and I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, and this week, I actually had planned a trip to Disney World, uh, to the Walt Disney World Resort anyway, and thought I'd bring you along with me again. So come along for the ride and enjoy it. This time, we're going to do something a little different. My boys enjoy camping, so every once in a while I like to take them camping somewhere. We've been a number of places in South Florida around, places closer to home, out to see the Miami Sea Aquarium, different places that we've, we've had an opportunity to, to camp and have some fun. And of course we've done a lot of backyard camping, but we've never strayed far from home. It's always been, you know, a reasonable drive to get home and for one night. So this time 
we're going to do something different. We've decided to go up and do some Disney camping. Why Disney camping? Because it's the easiest, lowest wattage, uh, cleanest, nicest camping experience pretty much you can have. And uh, really, well, you're a part of the magic. Uh, we made reservations at the uh, Fort Wilderness Resort. You're staying on uh, Disney property and you're actually uh, in a Disney quote-unquote resort, though it's actually camping. So you have access to all the amenities and all the other things that are there. So our plan is to go up and spend a few days up there, spend two nights in a, in a tent, actually sleeping in a tent, and uh, to enjoy ourselves and have some fun. And we're going to do some other things while we're up there and not go into a theme park this time. If you can believe that, my, my kids are kind of beside themselves. They're like, we're not going to a theme park, but I'm trying to remind them we're there to have the camping experience. That's what this is really all about. So I'd like to take you along with me because this is one of those times where you can go to Disney World and not spend your time in a theme park and not even in a hotel, but still enjoy yourself and really have a great time. So I'd like to take you along with me so you can enjoy the experience and kind of live vicariously through it. And hopefully it'll encourage you to try out camping sometime and uh, maybe at the very worst, try out the, uh, the cabins that they have there at for Wilderness so you can have some fun uh, doing something a little different. Or maybe you bring your camper or RV or whatever and try it out that way. Now, since we're sleeping in a tent, I actually went and was kind of monitoring the weather to make sure I knew what I was getting into when we were heading up. And uh, I saw a storm system moving through, and my biggest fear was that it was going to be... And they rain. And rain. And rain. The deluge. You know, I booked it online, and everything's fine, and I started getting emails. Uh, on a regular basis. So I booked it out about three months in advance. And about every month for the first two months, I was getting an email reminding me my exciting vacation was upcoming. And they were offering to, uh, you know, upgrade my tickets or whatever I needed. And then as it got closer in the last few weeks before going, they started reminding me again and making, building a little excitement about it. And I actually kind of like that, the fact that they took advantage of the opportunity to not only upsell me, which, you know, is fine, but they tried to share with me some of the things that I might do while I'm there. You know, here's some of the things you might see at the, where you're staying. Here's some of the things that you might take advantage of. Here's some of the experiences you might have. So I think it's kind of neat the way they've taken advantage of the technology and helped to build the hype just a little bit more so the, the whole thing sounds even more like it would be fun than you already know it's going to be. So pretty exciting. And it's, you know, every, you know, every couple of days I'd be getting a new email just reminding me about the things that are, that are going on. And uh, that makes it actually kind of cool. It makes it just a little bit better. So since the school break happened to be the week before Easter, I know it's a really crowded time at Disney World. And it's not the kind of time I usually like to go and uh, certainly visit the parks because those crowds are out of control. But I figured now's a good opportunity to just go up and enjoy ourselves, relax, have some fun, and take in what the resort has to offer on the whole and not worry about the specifics. So what we did, we drove up on a Tuesday morning before Easter. And we drove we drove up, we had some fun on the way, you know, took our time, got up there and then went and saw the uh, spring training game between the uh, Yankees and the Braves Champion Stadium. <laughs> Well, it's a beautiful day out here. We're um, at Champion Stadium here at uh, ESPN's Wide World of Sports. And uh, we got some lawn seating to see the uh, spring training game between the Braves and the Yankees. 
and uh, never been out to this place before, and it's just, it's just, it's beautiful. We went last year to see the uh, Orioles and the Marlins play at the old uh, Fort Lauderdale Stadium. That was just a rundown, little honky tonk little place, and this is like, <laughs> this is like the the the, the um, Pantheon or something. I mean, it's just so amazing. It's it's the Coliseum by comparison. It's beautiful. And there's a large crowd, partly because it's the Yankees, I think, but uh, really exciting. And so here they're they're playing a little baseball today. And we're just taking it in. It's like. 73 degrees and sunny and there's light breeze blowing. I mean, you couldn't ask for any more than this uh, here at the end of March. I mean, this is just perfect as far as that goes. You gotta love the experience out here. I mean, we're just laying on the grass having a really nice time and just laying down. It's just really, it's such a beautiful day. You can't beat it. And, uh, you know, the fact is that the ticket prices are comparable to anywhere else. You know, it's a, you know, it's a relatively expensive ticket to go see a baseball game. Last call, $3. But uh, going out and just, you know, being able to have this lawn seating and just enjoy the fresh air and the sunshine and sit here and enjoy it. And uh, the concessions are about the, uh, about the same. No, no big difference there. But one thing that I did notice, there are a couple things. One is that, of course, it's all Disney cast members. Instead of having the usual stone-faced security guards who, you know, don't take any guff, these are all Disney security guards. So they're all personable. You can talk to them, and they're wearing the name tags, and you know they're all approachable. They're still doing the same job, but gee, with a smile. It's amazing to see that. You know, instead of being those people. So you got since we're on the lawn, the fence is in front of us, and uh, you know down by the fence, there you know there's a couple security people standing down there, and they're uh, they're just you know they're keeping the crowd entertained and whatever, and keeping people away from the field. But they're having fun and talking to the kids and having a nice time. It's really kind of neat. And uh, the other part that I really loved was you didn't have to pay for parking. They uh, make parking free here because you're coming to see the game. And you, you paid for the tickets and they just make it easy. And I gotta love that. You know, there's, no, there's nothing like it. I mean, this, is, this has been a great experience. I am so glad we came to see a baseball game. I have no qualms about that in any way. This is just fantastic. Gotta love the uh, fireworks that they have here too. That makes it a little more fan friendly in some way. Just, just kind of fun, you know. Every time there's a home run or at the end of the game, they're shooting off fireworks and having fun with it. This is a great time. This is, this is a lot of fun. Then later in the evening, we headed over to uh, Boma to get something to eat. We had some time to explore the Animal Kingdom Lodge and enjoy ourselves. Really, kind of 
relax and take it all in and just, just enjoy it for what it's worth. So I made it over to the Animal Kingdom Lodge and I just love this place. I mean, the, the architecture, the beauty of it all, even the smell when you walk in, there's a, an aroma from the, uh, from the various restaurants and then sort of the woody smell that kind of works in there. So uh, we're walking in now. We've got a dining reservation in a little while, but in the short term, we're uh, heading into the, uh, the little gift shop here because they have a tic-tac-toe board right by the uh, right by the entrance as you walk in. So, gotta play it every time we come here. So we're outside trying to trade some pins and look at some animals and go <gasps> see a giraffe. So sometimes I feel like it's my home away from home. I. Uh, I, I was here for five years living up here and came to the parks all the time and the resorts and just kind of hung out. And then, uh, of course, was here for a, a year working as a cast member. And now I just come as often as I can. And actually for the last few months, it's been more frequently than I had planned. Uh, we were here in April of last year for a little vacation and then uh, came up in October and went to SeaWorld. And then uh, I wound up back up here in November to meet a friend of mine who happened to be up here. So that was kind of fun. And then uh, came up in February, of course, and I'm back again in March, and I'll be going back in uh, October again. Thank you. You'll be seated in a few minutes. Thank you. That's us. Good. How are you doing? How's that? Did you get what you wanted out of that? No. Alright, let's go see for ourselves. Let's go see what they have. Wanna do that? So I actually love this restaurant and I think it's one of the best best restaurants on uh, Disney property. I, I just enjoy it so much. So it's a complete buffet and you can sit down and eat as much as you want. And it's funny because it's about $35 for an adult. But, you know, I was looking at the baseball game while we were standing there and they had an all-you-can-eat buffet at the baseball game for hot dogs, hamburgers, and a couple of peanuts and whatever. And it was $25, you know, so for like $10 more, you get a meal that's just head and shoulders above that. So I think it's a tremendous value above that. And after a really good meal, we were able to uh, go over to the campgrounds and get checked in. So we went into the, uh, the main office uh, and got checked in, got our, our assignment for a particular uh, campsite. Now, kind of oddly, when I was setting this up, I had to actually do two reservations because I was only able to get uh, one night the first time I logged in to try and get something. I wasn't able to get two nights in a row. But when I logged back in later, I was able to get a second night. So uh, now I had two nights, but they were under two different reservations. So I had contacted the uh, Central Res Reservations Office 
many weeks before we were going to arrive and just explained the situation and asked if at all possible if I could get uh, the same campsite for two nights. If I couldn't, it wouldn't have been a huge deal, but I thought if I could make my life a little bit easier, all the better. So I, when I was talking to the lady behind the counter, she said, yep, absolutely no problem. We can give you the uh, campsite in the same spot for two nights. And that just makes it easier because I didn't have to move the tent. I didn't want to have to deal with moving it and, you know, picking it up and taking it somewhere else. So we, uh, so I set it up and, uh, we went and set up our tent and got everything ready. And then we headed out to, uh, downtown Disney for a little while. So I decided to take a walk over to, uh, downtown Disney and Pleasure Island and the marketplace and the whole deal over here. And, uh, it's interesting to see all the, uh, Pleasure Island buildings shuttered, uh, you know, just not active anymore. It's weird because, uh... Three or four of them are still intact, but not open. A couple of them have, re have reopened as something else, and that would be my guess is they're going to try and reopen all of them as something else, but uh, funny to see them like that. And, you know, one of these days I'll have to do a whole retrospective on uh, Pleasure Island and what it was like, because uh, I spent a few evenings here in my uh, life, so I'll have to tell you all about it. But uh, it's just kind of weird to be walking around and seeing seeing it different and yet the same. It was just such a such a different thing. But yeah, you know, kind of neat to, to see it and just wander around a little bit and have a little fun doing something different. We caught a little bit of the electrical water pageant. That was kind of neat. water pageant action going on. So since we're here, we decided to go check that out too. So the water pageant is something that runs through all of the, all of the waters of uh, Bay Lake and uh, the Seven Seas Lagoon. Goes past all the resort areas and plays music and has a little a little light show. And if you've never seen it, it's actually pretty cool. It's worth seeing. You just need to be on any of the lakes. Uh, ask at the concierge desk what time it comes by, and they'll tell you about what time it'll come by every night. So that's a little hidden treasure. We were done. We headed back and made a relatively early night of it. And so we made it over to Fort Wilderness. You know, there's something kind of nice about camping. It's just pleasant. You're outside with the elements and you're enjoying yourself. Now, last night happened to be a little cold. It got down to the uh, low 50s. And for those of us who live in Florida for our, the rest of our lives, that's cold, especially when you're in a tent. So we uh, we had a nice time, but we stayed nice and warm, brought up plenty of warm clothes and blankets and sleeping bags and stuff. But uh, it's pretty cool. So we're, uh, we're out here just having a nice time getting ready to do our stuff for the next morning. It, uh, it's surprising because I remember Fort Wilderness having a lot more trees. Um, I'm guessing some of the ravages of hurricanes and other storms have taken some of them away or perhaps some of my memories are a little faulty. But uh, it's really pretty pleasant. It's just one of those nice places to come and relax and enjoy. Just kind of take it all in. Certain communal with nature and the things you do. So we're getting ready to do our next day. Uh, Today we're going to head over to the Space Center and do some stuff over there, and maybe we'll come back and watch the movie and do some stuff at Fort Wilderness tonight. But we'll see how it goes and have some fun from there. So stick with us. There's a certain beauty of nature you get when you come outside. It's just, it's just really pleasant. 
and the people here are all well prepared for camping. I mean, there aren't many people who are even camping like us, where we're just, we're not really newbies, but we're, uh, we're not as experienced and established as other people are. So it's kind of funny to watch them because they're really far along and just ready for it. And we're just kind of rolling with it. It's kind of funny how that works. Now that can't be beat. There's the sound of the train horn out. We got up, and first things first, I had to go over to the uh, to the check-in area, and I just had to get them to give me new keys. Even though you don't have a room key, per se, you do have the ability to go in and out of the uh, campgrounds by just uh, using the... Uh, using the room key to open the gate uh, to be able to go in rather than having to go through the security guard every time. So for that reason alone, it was worthwhile. I didn't put any charging on the card and I didn't have any tickets on the card, but it just made life a little bit easier. I probably could have skipped this step since I already had the, uh, uh, since I already had the reservation and already knew what uh, campsite I was going to be at, but I figured might as well, then at least I have some other identification uh, should I need it for any reason, just to board transportation or anything else. So I did that, and then we uh, we made our drive over to the Kennedy Space Center. I had told the boys, I'd been telling them for a long time we were going to go out to the Space Center. So we made a drive out there. To be continued in the next podcast. We've reached our destination in the 21st century. And I know, it went by so fast. But don't worry, the future is always in front of us. Hey, thanks for joining me on Dave's Disney View podcast for this week. If you have questions, comments, or concerns, please feel free to email me at davesdisneyview at gmail.com. Now, gather your personal belongings and step off onto the moving platform. The platform and your car are moving at equal and opposite speeds. The music you're hearing on this podcast is actually from a friend of the show named Craig Brown. You can check him out at ReverbNation.com slash SoundA, as in Apple, or MySpace.com slash SoundA. Craig does a number of different things. Uh, this particular piece is called A Major Suspension, Suspended Glory. So please do check him out, and we thank Craig for his music.